You're listening to Hammer and Anvil, your one-stop podcast for all things hobby. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to season two of what become your favourite weekly podcast. Uh, we've had a few weeks off, regroup, build our box sets, uh, like I'm sure many of you have, uh, and get some plans in place for what we reckon is going to be an absolute belter of a season. With me this week is the one and only Dean. How's it um, going, dude? I'm good, mate. I'm good, really good. Not like in the heat, but I'm good otherwise. I think that's standard at this time of year. None of us like heat. Yeah, <laughs> not when you're ginger. It really doesn't. So, uh, and we've also got our resident painting machine, Steve. How's it going? Ah, there, mate. I'm all right. Yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All good. Uh, pretty awesome. much the same as Dean there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what have you guys been working on this week? I'm, I'm still working on the hammerhole handgunners. Nice. Is it Sigma? Yeah. Oh, yes, mate. Yeah, they're looking really good. They're looking Thanks, really, really good, mate. So, uh, Dick. Dean, what have um, you got on your painting table? I've, I've had a lot of my Seraphon. I've, I've getting through quite a lot of them. I've uh, managed to get about 15 or 20 bases done, which, believe it or not, takes longer to do than the <laughs> models. It's crazy. Um, decided on a scheme for shields, which, once again, was, was not easy, um, sort of matching the shields to the, to the models. Um, but what I'm really excited about is I picked up the Malign Sorcery Box, on Friday, yeah. I think it was. Uh, built all of those, and I've managed to get two or three of them painted already, um, which is really, really exciting. But then my airbrush developed a problem, so unfortunately not as much as I might like. Uh, yeah, easily fixable. Hopefully. I think it's um, just ineptitude on my part, um, being not a, a very, very experienced airbrush user. So it's going to be a couple of YouTube videos um, and perhaps a new compressor. Because mine was just a sort of a, a cheap one off Amazon, so I think it's time to invest in something decent. Now you know it, or now now you know that you like it. Yeah, exactly. I, I couldn't be without it now. Highly recommend it to anyone. Awesome, awesome. Um, okay, so this week, lads, I want to take advantage of the new season. Uh, yep. We're coming back with a fresh start, um, and I want to talk about things that are new. Um, okay. So we're going to cover first thing first. Any news this week that's particularly excited us? Uh, and then we'll just go into how do you start in this hobby? Um, the best ways, the best routes in, uh, where to get your advice from, uh, and, and tips and stuff for, for anybody listening uh, that might want to start a new game system. How's that sound? Sounds all good to me, mate. Awesome. So we'll kick off with the news. Uh, what's first? Uh, news would be, I guess we'll start with 40k. Yeah, man. The new, the new box sets. Uh, what yeah. do you guys think? Um, good value, I think, yeah. Cracking value, especially with a bit of terrain. Um, I know that they've done them in the past with cardboard bunkers and sort of, you know, cheap pull-out plastic mats and so on and so forth. Um, obviously, depending on the spend is what you're going to get. But I think the three different styles are really, really aimed at um, various different levels. Uh, the, sorry, the three different boxes and the content in them. Um, the terrain, yeah, I mean, terrain is, it's one of those things in gaming which we sort of take for granted until you haven't got it. Um, <laughs> you know, having having a bit to start with is is really, really great. I, th- I think it's a really good idea. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, I won't be getting one myself just for the simple fact that I've got, uh, I was lucky enough to win an Indominus box on an Instagram giveaway and I was able to get all the one from JW as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they're, they're really great value. Um, and it sort of ties in very well with the theme of this week's show and the fact that it's starting something new and it's a, a new box set coming out, which went up for pre-order yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Steve, uh, have you got any uh, any thoughts on the new box set? Because I know you're leaning towards the AOS side now. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I'm just going to have to agree with Dane there. I mean, it's, it's good value for money and you get all the decent stuff in there, don't you? You get a couple of models, like I said, a bit of terrain and some dice and stuff like that. So it's, it's a better place to start, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll mm. agree. I'll agree with that. I mean, terrain, I think the Indomitus box should have had terrain in it. Um, but that's just me, because I think terrain makes every box set better. Yeah, it certainly does. It certainly does. But then they did market it as it's not a, a set for beginners. Um, so, I, you know, I see where you're coming from. It, it, it would have been very handy. But obviously, they had this in the pipeline with it. And I know it's not much. I know it's not a huge amount. You know, I watched the... Uh, the video the other day on how to paint it that Nick did from JW. Um, but, you know, it's enough to get you started. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's a cracking set. Um, and I was I was looking forward to seeing what they brought out as a starter set, considering the Indomitus launched ninth. Yeah. Uh, and I think, again, having the three different sets, uh, yeah. I think that was started back in eighth, because um, they did uh, two different sets, didn't they? Yeah, uh, they, didn't... they did the first strike and the, but no, it was actually three. It was first strike, no, no fear, and um, Imper- dark imperium. Oh, the no, no fear, yeah, yeah. Because I, I remember mm. picking up the um, the first set, the smaller set, where you get the little uh, like a Tupperware tub in the middle of the bay, uh, the thing, yeah, and you got a couple yeah. of plague marines. Uh, I remember buying that for my lad, and it's still sort of in the box. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was the, the the set I started with actually. First strike, was it? Sat with, yeah, yeah. I walked in the um the local GW in Coventry, um, and I started chatting to, to Stu in there, and he sort of showed me what it was about, and and he tried to sell me the big one, as would any shopkeeper, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, we've got this one's a hundred quid. Really, I'm not paying a hundred quid, mate, for something I don't know anything about. But he showed me the first strike, showed me the paint set painted that and then I went in and it's something Sigma does as well they do yes. the uh, the three I, I bought the Tempest of Souls um, which is the sort of intermediate one painted the Stormcast, painted the Night Horns and then ended up getting rid of both and then getting Seraphon yes indeed, about a year later that's it, so they are really I, I love the start sets because I, I think even for your seasoned gamers um, mm-hmm. I've, I've looked at some of them and gone, you know what, I fancy that. And it is a lot to do with the terrain, uh, especially yeah. on the box sets. Um, but yeah, I, I, there's something there's something good about having it. All that you need to do that one box in one box. Yeah. Um, yeah. A couple of paints and stuff. I absolutely, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, other news. Uh, I'll say, Steve, what else? What else we got on the... Um, I looked at this about a couple of hours ago. Uh I think there was some Blood Bowl stuff in there as well. 
Blood Bowl is massively new and something that I'm quite excited about. Yeah. Yeah, man. There's, it, it's some, I mean, I've, I've got Blood Bowl on, on the uh, the PlayStation and I've ever since that, I've wanted to actually get into the model side. Yeah, so you think now that it's it's coming out as a new season or a new yeah. uh, a new box that you think this is a perfect time? Something I can definitely get behind, yeah. Have you yeah. got your eye on a particular team, Steve? Um, yeah, well, there's um, what is it the Reekland Reed Raiders or Reavers, whatever they are. I can't probably, probably wrong. Human and, human team, aren't it? Yeah, human team, and there's the undead team as well. Right. They're they're the two teams I've got my eye on. All right, and if if you were to sort of pick one or the other, which way do you think you'd you'd, you'd go? Um, I'd say the undead team, to be honest. All right, and what why is that? Just like more variety to paint, or they just look yeah. more fun? Uh, the models look cooler, or what? Yeah, um, I mean, as you know, I'm all one for narrative, and I can just imagine like playing a blood bowl game and hear the commentate com- commentary in my head, and it's like, say, say one of them get gets tackled or something, and I can just hear the commentator go, "Oh, and his arms falling off." <laughs> yeah. He's throwing the arm instead of the ball. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's just the comedy value, I think, as well. And they've got some new models with those in dead, and I think they're absolutely fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I can see a lot of proxying coming up. Um, you know, with an undead blood ball zombie. Yeah, in the game of the. <laughs> I, mean, I, th- I think that'd be a lot of fun. I think that'd be fantastic. Definitely, mate. Definitely, that'd be awesome. Uh, Dean, how about yeah. you? Are you looking into the blood bowl? I've got an orc team in a box. Believe it or not, um, it's been sat in my shed, in, in, a, in a box for a little while. And a couple of weeks, well, yes, a couple of weeks ago, middle of last year now, actually, I played an introductory game down at Cop Dice with, uh, with Guy, who hopefully we're going to have on as a guest in the future. And um, Guy's really, really into his blood ball hugely. Um, and he did a really fantastic job of, of sort of explaining the game to me. And I had a huge amount of fun, and I played Orcs as it was then. Now, I used to play rugby many years ago, and I love, I love a good tarot. I love a good tarot on the, on the, on the pitch, and Orcs seemed absolutely perfect for that. Um, so, yeah, when I you know, managed to find myself an Orc team, and once my Seraphon are done, once I'm at a point with, uh, with them that I'm happy with, then that's going to be the next thing on the hobby table is playing with some Blood Bowl Orcs. Awesome. Orcs would suit you. Orcs would definitely suit you. Yeah, I think so. You know, loud, rush, punch something, then ask why you did it. That's sort of me all over. So. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, so that's Blood Bowl. I don't think there's too much more that's come out uh, in the news this week. Uh, there probably is, but I, I really haven't paid a huge amount of attention to anything else, I've got to be honest. Having a quick look here, uh, Jay and Sigma, you've got... No, the only thing that I can think of is they previewed it today is something I'm not too familiar with, uh, is the Warhammer Underworlds. Right. Um, they've So they're, it looks like they've released Indomitus, they've got those box sets out there, and now they're doing all of the other games in quick succession. 
Uh, well, there is actually um, non-tabletop gaming, and it's something I know you're very interested in, Steve, is the Necromunda um, and the whatever, I forget what it was called, the video games that were coming out? Yes. And I know you're uh, quite an avid video gamer. Is that something that you've sort of looked into, man? Or um, I think the last episode we did, I think I mentioned something about the video game. But since that, I I can't remember seeing anything else on on the Wahama community page. I mean, like I said, I had to look at the quick the news quickly earlier, and I don't yeah. I don't remember seeing anything. But like. Like I mentioned, it's it's something I'm really looking forward to, and seeing more yeah. in in the way of YouTube videos of like um, information on it. Yeah, fair enough, man. I, I I've got to confess, I don't know a huge amount about it. I am a video gamer, but certainly not, you know, a, a very sort of avid one. Yeah. Um, but I know you being, you know, there was yeah the Necromunda game, and then there was. Um, basically, Vermintide but forty k yeah. with plague bearers and poxwalkers and whatever else. So, nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think looking on here, September, September release date for the uh, right. Necromunda Underhive. I think it's called. Yeah, something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's released in September. So not too long to wait. But yeah, I've been looking at that. Um, yeah, I think the, the games are going to be amazing. So certainly made a hope so, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well I think with the with news, I think that's all pretty much done to death. Uh, yeah. so let's get yeah, on man. to the topic if you guys are okay with that. Of course. Certainly, yeah. Awesome. So as I said earlier, what we got is how we've spoke a little about about getting into different game systems, starting the Blood Bowl, um, Indomitus and, and obviously Dean, you're quite Quite new with your Age of Sigma and starting your journey with it now. Um, So how best do you think to get into this hobby, Wargaming? How would you start a new game from a complete novice? And I think uh, both of you have have both got a wealth of experience on this. It's quite new and still fresh. Uh, I've been in the hobby for quite a while. So I'm going to let you two sort of take the lead on this one. All right, mate. Yeah, no problem. So, okay, yeah. Uh, so the first question is, from your own experience, how would you get into a a, a new game? Do you want to go first on this one, Steve? My my answer is going to be a little lengthy, and I don't want to steal all your thunder, Um, no, you go first, Max. I'm gonna have a bit of a think on this one. All right then. Yeah, no worries. Um. I think, firstly, you've got to look at the, the variety of games that there are, Lofty. Um, you know, there is a massive... We, we speak a lot about Warhammer because it's probably the most well-known one. Um, everybody who games on a table somewhere has heard of, if not played, Warhammer. Dungeons & Dragons being, obviously, the next one. So, firstly, I think you've got to do a bit of research into what game would suit you. And by that, I mean, what are your interests? So you've got a great many people, sci-fi nuts. You know, I am. I know you guys are. Um, So Warhammer 40K, set in the far future, space battles, genetically engineered soldiers, big guns, aliens. You know, that's probably the go-to one. 
However, if you're more of a World War II uh, fan, you know, you love your history and what have you, bolt action is going to be the one for you. If you're into your fantasy, your magic, so on, um, you've got D&D, Age of Sigmar, etc., and however many others. So I think the first thing that you've got to do in order to enjoy it to the most complete level that you can is match the game that you want to play with your own interests. Yeah. If that makes sense. So when I got into Warhammer, um, you know, I, I said the story in, in uh, season one. If anyone didn't hear it, you know, I, I suffer with PTSD. Um, it's, a, it's a bit of a therapy um, sort of control mechanism for me. And the therapist said, why don't you find a hobby um, with something that you're interested in? And I quite literally typed into Google, sci-fi hobbies near me. Um, up came Games Workshop, the local Warhammer shop. I walked in there, had an explanation of the two games as the guys, you know, uh, had them out on the tables, the 40k and, and the Sigma, um, and, and went for 40k. And with the, the first strike box that I mentioned earlier, um, and that suited me down to the ground. Now, I do love my fantasy stuff. You know, I've, I've read a lot of books on the Forgotten Realms, certainly when I was younger, sort of in my teens. Um, however many sort of movies that you've watched, Lord of the Rings being one of the main ones. And so I think, yeah, that, that would be my advice, is if you're going to start any sort of tabletop gaming, you know, um, hobby, Look to your own interests and see if there is one that matches them. Because I pretty much guarantee that there's going to be. Um, and, and that would be how I'd start. And that is indeed how I start. Starting with, yeah, starting with your own interest. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Um, Steve, you got anything on that? Um, I'm going to have to agree with Dean on, there, uh, on that as well. With Keep with your interests. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else I can add to that. Uh, I suppose taking a budget into consideration as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, with Warhammer 40k and Sigma, it can be quite expensive because of how yeah. much you're <laughs> going to have to buy for it. But take yeah. Warcry, uh, Beast Grave. Blood Bowl, you're gonna have you get almost the bare minimum models and you can go straight in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I'd agree with that. I'd agree with every word of that. So be, be reasonable with your expectations, yeah. is that what you would probably say? Yeah, yeah, and, and what you want out of it is you know what you're gonna get into it, so yeah, and so forth. Yeah, yeah, so a budget, it budget really does come down. Um, to the individual, uh, which is, but it's a very good point. Um, yeah. So, say I went into, uh, I've decided I want to get into uh, Age of Sigma. We'll go Age of Sigma because we just mentioned Warcraft. Uh, so, I want to go into Age of Sigma. I've looked at it. I love fantasy. I love dragons. This is what I want to do. Where do I go from there? Because I've looked on the internet. I've found a few prices. I've got a budget. Uh, I don't want to mm-hmm. go and spend my whole load of wages on something I might not like, what's my next, of course. What's my next step? I think going to a local gaming shop 
um, whereby you don't have to spend anything other than a bit of fuel or your bus fare. Now, the vast majority of gaming shops um, who sell models, Warhammer, D&D, whatever, will have a display table set up. And they'll, the, the staff in there have not walked into a gaming shop, except one, we won't name it, it's in Coventry, it's not great, um, and it's not the Warhammer shop, and I, I, I urge people to listen to that. Um, the, the guys in there are fantastic. Walk into your gaming shop and say, look, I have an interest in this. Would you mind showing me a bit? And generally, they'll, they'll be great. They'll show you the game system. They'll tell you how it works. They'll show you what you need. Um, you know, they'll explain a bit about how to get into it uh, at the base level. Um, but I think another fantastic resource is local gaming clubs. Um, and you will always find them on, on Facebook, on Instagram, on the internet. Just type in local war gaming club near me, local tabletop gaming club near me, um, and the chances are you'll find one. Email them, message them. I've never played before. Do you mind if I come along and watch? And I very, very highly doubt that there's a gaming club out there that'll go, no, you can't come. Yeah. Because they want members. Do you know what I mean? They want to go, they want members. And um, obviously with the current situation being what it is with COVID and so on and so forth, we'll have to be a, a bit more cautious. Um, if we're talking about sort of when things are, are running normally, you know, certainly I know cock dice in Coventry. I went down for about six weeks and never rolled a dice. Um, my models weren't ready. I didn't have enough of them. And the amount of guys down there who very, very kindly offered to borrow me models so that I could have a game was, was fantastic. Um, and that's pretty much what it's like throughout the vast majority of the hobby community. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that would be my advice. Um, you've got, you know, you, you don't even need a budget to start with. Go in your shop, have a look, see if you like it. That's it. Have a tester game. Uh, <clears throat> exactly. Uh, and, and get a few tester on that. I reckon get a few tester games in. Um, yeah, so go with your, uh, going with the, yeah, okay, I've picked Fantasy. I want to go Warhammer Age of Sigma to do that. And if I don't quite like that, ask if there's another game system that you could try. Because uh, chances are they're going to throw Warhammer 40k at you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you could like that. They're very, very similar in play style. Um, and with your, if you are going into um, your local uh, gaming store that's not necessarily a games workshop, they, Dean's touched on this, there's an abundance of other game systems. Uh, Kings of War uh, is one that I know of. Um, Malifaux, yeah. I don't know whether it's supported anymore, but there's, there's that one. So that, uh, Yeah, I mean, Frostgrave and. There's, you know, an, an abundance. I know it's something that we're going to touch on in the future, so I don't want to rattle on about it too much. Yeah. But support your local gaming store. Support your local gaming store. They are vital to the gaming community. They are vital to the hobby community. Support them, please. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, what's next? Steve? Uh... I can't think, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what to add. on an army. What was that? Sorry, you broke up there. Sorry, mate. Uh, deciding on an army. Ah, yes. Um, 
There you go. Mate, <laughs> <laughs> this heat's killing me. Um, for me, when I was deciding an army, um, I just I literally just went and just like just I just typed in went on the Games Works website, found a list of all the armies, I, I, and uh, just went just typed into Google Stormcast, typed into to, to Google Magakin of Nurgle law and stuff like that. I just read just read through the law and mm-hmm. tried to find things that I really liked and narrowed it down to three. Then I then once I've got the three, I've researched them in even more and more and more. That's exactly what I did for me, Cities of Sigma. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, Cities of Sigma, they're pretty much the Astra Militar of Sigma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and it's just, it's just, just literally, just, just look at the law. That's exactly what I did. So, yeah, that's, that's quite good, uh, pointing into yeah. getting into your law behind the army before you start yeah. buying them. Yeah. Can I just ask, though, before you go on? What made you pick cities of Sigmar State? I know you've got more than one Sigmar army, but yeah. what particular fact made you pick cities of Sigmar? Why was it um, that particular faction that you went for? It's going to go back to when I was first introduced to Warhammer Fantasy Battles when I was a lot younger. Okay. Um, I uh, did have a dabble in the Empire, and I remember right. I, I, I had a very, very small army, army back then. And I, I remember having a few um, what would be now free guild halberders. And um, right. yeah, I just remembered how, how much fun I had you know, assembling them and painting them, even though it wasn't that great. Yeah, um, but who cares about that? <laughs> exactly. Um, and literally, uh, that, that's what kind of put me towards them at first before I checked out all the law and once I checked out all the law I was kind of flitting backwards and forwards between which city I'd go for if anything right. and um, I eventually settled on Hammerhall mm-hmm. and it was just a case of with Hammerhall I could take pretty much anything and, and I, I've got quite quite an extensive battle line I've got a load of heroes I can choose from. It's just having the variety of so yeah. many units and just the, the how many monsters, like bear moths and stuff I can build. Sort of how versatile the army is. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Lofty? What what sort of Sigma faction are you? I know we're going slightly off topic. I don't want to, you know what I mean. But why we're touching on it? Like, why? Why do you pick corn? Uh, I pick corn um, because they are corn. Um, they are in yeah. everything in the law. They're badass. They're red. They're angry, and they hit things hard. Uh, not as hard as I'd Thank like. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but but that that's their thing. Uh, they blood. It, it is. It, they were one of these armies that I did forty uh, k um, corn army. Uh, back yeah. when I first started, that was in 40k, and I've always had a penchant, a penchant for the demons. So I've loved the Bloodthirster, and I wanted one. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was my AOS. That was that was how I got as many corn models as I've got now, and I'm loving them. Fair enough. Uh, Fair enough. So, Can I argue with that? Yeah, and Seraphon. Yeah, I know you're. I, do we really need to ask? <laughs> um, well, firstly, lizards. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Um, absolutely no. It was um, it was a bit of a, a bold choice. Um, 
when you look at the vast majority of armies, a lot of them are painted in a similar fashion. Um, I know that there are variation within them. You know, you can paint Nurgle very differently. You can use a different colour scheme, so on and so forth. But I painted Raven Guard for over a year. It was black, and it got to a point. I, I love my army. Don't get me wrong, but it got to a point where it was boring as sin. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to paint something a little bit more dynamic. Um, and what's more dynamic than, you know, lizards? Um, they come in all varieties of different colours, and I thought I can do a lot with them. Uh, and, and I have done. I've got sort of two different colour schemes for my swords. I've got some Vallejo colour shift paint on my skinks, which has turned out so well, um, so much better than I thought I'd be able to produce. Uh, Carnosaur with, you know, some fantastic colours on. And, I, and I've got more to come. Um, and I can just pick and choose which colours. They're very dynamic, they're, you know, very versatile. And having read and looked at battle reports and so on and so forth, used correctly, they can be absolutely lethal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm very, very happy with my choice at the moment. But to go back to the original question, I think the aesthetic, you've got to like the look of the army yeah. and the models. Um, if you pick... Let's go back to something I said earlier. I picked up Tempest of Souls, Stormcast and Nighthaunt. Um, it was my first ever Sigmar box, and I painted them both, and I did not enjoy it. Yeah. I could not get away with painting the Stormcast. I didn't like it. It was fiddly. It was horrible. There was far too much detail on it for a very, very novice painter, um, as I was at the time. The night haunts enjoyed them a bit more. They were a bit more simple, but I found them too brittle. I found the models very, very brittle. You know, they're ghostly. Yeah. They've got thin strands. The skeletons are, you know, they break apart very easily. And once again, just didn't enjoy them. I would, um, albeit I love the aesthetic. So I would hate them. Transport an army in night haunt. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Dark Eldar, mate. Oh, Drakari, sorry. Uh, I can imagine <laughs> the amount of times. I, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of my uh, Drakari models now that used to have flags, uh, and now they've just got <laughs> like a big mound of super glue where I've got fed up and I ain't even bothered sticking them back up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so your fiddly ones are, yeah, magnet magnet uh, cases are the way forward. I think. Yeah, man. I think so. um, all right. So with sorry, to, sorry to digress so, so much there. I know we sort of got a plan. Well, but... I think we can uh, bat yeah. this back quite easily because. What you said then about uh, your Raven Guard, you were painting black for so long. Uh, yeah. We've spoke quite a bit about if you're new getting into the hobby, uh, and there's a yeah. few tips and stuff we might be able to round them up a little bit later. But mm -hmm. we've all been in the hobby a little while, and Dean, you did you started on your Raven Guard. Uh, you've painted mm -hmm. a few other little bits and pieces, like you said, your Nighthorn and that. Steve, I know you are sort of a serial uh, army changer. Uh, I hope you don't mind me saying that, <laughs> mate. No, it's, no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. So I think you, you might be an expert on this, on this next question. If I'm honest, go on, go on. Um, I, I've had a multitude of armies. When do you guys think it's right, or do you feel that you need to change an army? I mean, Dean, you said you were painting mm. black and you were bored and bored and bored. And I must admit, yeah. I've painted uh, my corn army is now three thousand eight hundred and fifty points. 
Is this your Sigma one or your forty? This is my Sigma. Uh, this is just Blades really? of Corn AOS, um, and I've got that many points. Yeah. I love painting them, but I must admit I'm starting to get sick of painting red and yeah. sick of painting the same style. Fair enough. So for me, I'm sort of like looking into what can I do? What can I, I mean? I'm loving playing them. So to you guys, when do you reckon is the best time to, or when you should start looking at a different army? Take this one, Steve. <laughs> Go for it, buddy. Um, I think when the appeal of the army just dies, when you when you've got no fun in it. Yeah. I mean, my slaves, they ain't going anywhere because I absolutely love them. I mean, I know I know they're pretty much just black and silver, but they're such nice models that I will never get bored of painting Slaves to Darkness. Yeah. Um oh. I know I've been more of a serial 40k army changer. Mm-hmm. Because I'm very indecisive. That's one of my worst qualities. I don't even think it's a worst quality. I will stop you there and just, you can carry on in a minute. I don't think it's a worst quality. I think it could lead to to other things that are quite beneficial. Uh, Carry on. Sorry, dude. (laughs) Um, So I, I tend to get bored of armies very quickly unless there's a certain spark I can find with that army. Yeah. Like, I mean, and I think the interest in the game system you're playing as well. I mean, as you know, my interest with Sigma is through the roof. Um, mm-hmm. And like, like recently start recently starting cities, they ain't going anywhere. The slaves ain't going anywhere. Um, but so I've, I've got no reason to chop and chop and change armies with that. But. 40k, like I said, I've been a serial changer, and at the moment I'm going through Emperor's Children for my crusade. Now, mm-hmm. I like, I, I found a colour scheme of painting them that I really, really like, and the pictures are actually on my Instagram of how I've painted mm-hmm. them. Caliban underscore Hellfire. Go have a look and see what you think. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, and I got that colour scheme from a speed painting tutorial, but I can't remember who actually did it. I think it was Pete the Wargamer, I believe. But yeah, and literally I took his idea and made it my own, and now I don't see them going anywhere. I've found my armies, and there's no reason for me to change anything about them. Okay, so you, um, so you change your armies, uh, if you don't know what I'm saying... From that, it's more on your, your the paint. Um, so you'll paint, I know, say 2,000 points, and then you're like, all right, I've had enough of painting that colour. Uh, I want to change. And then you look at the diversity of, obviously, all the different models. You go, you know what, I yeah. really want to paint that. So you'll yeah. change your army, which is, you know, there's nothing wrong with changing your army. I know the people that do it quite a lot. I know in the competitive scene, it's sort of the dumb thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To change your armies and chase the... The gaming meta, which brings me on to the other point. With changing so much, do you do you feel you've got a better knowledge now of playing uh, different armies and how they play differently? And does that yes. help with the army that you now choose? Yes. 
See, I'm all about the play style as well. Because if I can't get on with the play style, it immediately kills the army for me. Yeah. And That's a fair point. Uh, if a... it kills the army, you're not going to enjoy it. But at the same time, it's made me a better gamer and actually appreciate what I'm doing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, I will agree on that. And it, it's, a, it's a really good point that that I've always wondered because I try and stick my armies out as long as possible and then I'm yeah. really bored of them. Um, yeah. But like I said, so you, you feel it does make it. I mean, Dean, moving on to yourself, what do you mm-hmm. feel on, on changing? Changing armies. I know you probably only have one. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, I've you know, I don't really come um, Stormcast and Nighthaunt. No, because they weren't really. Then I didn't play. Um, it was at a point when I felt I'd had enough. Um, by the way of models and you know points and variation within my force, uh, my current force that I was using then, that I could feel what I wanted. Um. And I wasn't. I, I wanted to get to a point whereby I could meet any opponent and give them a decent game. Not win, you know. I'm, I'm not bothered about winning. I'm really not. Um, but I could put a decent force of any amount on the table. You want to play three thousand points? You know what? Well, I'll give you a good game of three thousand points. I'm having a game, um, socially distant game, of course, this Thursday at my house um, of ninth with Ryan, oh, uh, nice. one of our previous guests. Yeah. He's sort of got a couple of tournaments coming up um, and I don't want him to steamroll me. You know, I, I don't want him to come up uh, with a tournament list and absolutely steamroll me. Um, so I want to give him a good game. And so when I'd gotten to that point that I had enough variation and enough diversity and enough models to interchange and so on and so forth and sort of meet any opponent, that's when the time was right for me. Um, not because I got bored of it. I love the Raven God. I love my Raven God. I love playing 40k. But, you know, there's a whole massive world of wargaming. Um, a, a decent deal came up on some Sigma models, the Seraphon that I bought. And I was like, that, yeah, you know what? Now's the time to, to change. Um, I've still got models to paint for my 40k army, but I'm not ready to go back to them just yet, uh, just because I'm enjoying painting my lizards so much. So I wouldn't necessarily say it's when I was bored of the army. It's when I'd had enough. Um, and when I'd accumulated enough to go, that's a good point to stop. It's run its course. Um... Not really, not even that, mate, because I've, I've got Indomitus. You know, I've, I've got a couple of sets of that. I've got some in, uh, salt intercessors, which are hopefully going to be a great unit uh, for my army. I've got the Eradicators, once again, hopefully a great unit for my army. Um, but I've just gotten to a point whereby I, I could field what I wanted when I wanted um, and I didn't have to worry about going up and against a, an opponent and, and just being absolutely obliterated. Um, you know, I, even if I lose, I'm not bothered about losing so long as I don't get table turned one. It's all I really care about. Um, and yeah, I was at that point. And then, like I say, the, 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 I was very lucky to get a fantastic deal uh, on some secondhand Seraphon. I mean, and I mean, you've uh, you've sort of done a a new army in a new system as well. Um, uh, what the new system of Sigma? Yeah. So, like, when we were talking with with Steve, and I know myself and Steve, we both switched over, and we've gone into the new yeah. system. But it was a little bit earlier for us than it. I mean, you're coming into Sigma now. 
with your thing. Yeah. So Steve sort of did his uh, word bearers and and then he sort of changed army within the 40k setting. Mm-hmm. You've stuck permanently with 40k, but you're Raven Guard in 40k. Yeah. So your change has been, I'm going to do a different army and learn a completely different system. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. How are you finding that in the excitement? I know how I I feel uh, on that, but yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really really looking forward to it. I mean, I've watched several battle reports. Um, I know we've spoke about it sort of away from the podcast about how much fun Sigmar can be. Uh, about sort of some of the major differences and the different phases, and then sort of Sigmar's a bit quicker. You're not stood around for an hour waiting for your opponent to make his mind up and do what you want. Um, but you know, trying new things and and especially something which sort of harks back to the point I made earlier. Um, when you're interested in them, you know, is is really really exciting. Um, we're gonna have a game of Garage Hammer at some point very soon, uh, possibly even next week. Yes. And, yeah, man. And uh, I've got enough points now that we can do it. Um, and yeah, so I'm I'm really really uber excited. Uber. I think that's why Indomitus has sat on my desk for the past couple of weeks and, and not been touched. Um, simply because I'm so excited about starting a new game system. Yeah. Uh, and the, the same, I mean, 40k, I got into AIS a little bit and I got into it through Warcry. Um, started mm-hmm. really liking it, really liking it, really liking it. Um, and the excitement of starting a new game system when you you know, there's that daunting element that I found uh, when I first started with the AOS. Like, oh my god, you know, and the rule crossovers and stuff. But then that excitement takes over, and you end up. Yeah, you, you were sort of the ambassador though <laughs> for uh, AOS and cock dice. You, you really were. You know, you start a war cry. You, you open up the Discord channel for war cry, right, guys? Who wants to play war cry? And that sort of spiraled a bit bigger than I think you might have expected. Um, with with the guys who got their armies and stuff, so you know, kudos to you. For that. <laughs> I really, really appreciate you. Cheers, man. Uh, I get excited, and I and it, it's the way I am. I get excited. And I want to tell everybody about this new thing that I've found. Um, yeah, man. You know, and obviously it's not new to everyone else, or it is new, or they're like, oh god. And I think that helps a lot with starting a new system if you can. Yeah. Okay, there's some systems out there, and if you're starting as a, a new, completely new player, you might pick something, and you may struggle to find a game of it. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, with Warhammer Forty Thousand, and most of the time, Age of Sigma, it's pretty well represented in every city worldwide. Yeah, of course. It is. Um. So, so I got the excitement, and then more people got that excitement coming into it, which spurred me on to get excited with it and then obviously Steve, yourself, uh, Andy down the club and I know there's quite a lot of other people yeah. that, are, that are changing the system or, or adding a new system to, the, to what they play um, but that can, that can really help so if you are, what I'm trying to say is if you are trying to get into a system or you found this new system, don't be afraid to shout at your mates about yeah. it um, people will you know, some people will be stuck in their ways and they want to do one thing um, and that's that's fine, but I reckon if you find enough people, all you have to do is get that one other person interested, and you've got someone to play with. Even if you know there's nobody in your local area 
um, that you know. You go on to one of the Facebook groups. You go on Instagram and you put on, are there any players in XYZ? And somebody will be there. Yes. Somebody will be there. I mean, I, I, you know, I run the Instagram page, as you guys know, and as we've spoken about in the past, for Cock Dice. Um, and there was a young lady uh, who we follow on there, and she did a, a Q&A. Um, on her story. Uh, I won't give you a name, you know, because we obviously haven't got permission and so on and so forth. Anyway, it turns out she lives in the West Midlands, which is obviously where we're based. And she lives just outside of Tamworth, which is where I live. And I said to her, have you heard of Cock Dice? Uh, no, I haven't, but Coventry's a little far. She said, well, I run the page. Um, I live in Tamworth, if that's any good for you. Um, and I'm more than happy to sort of provide a lift safely, you know, I'll give you a dress and so on and so forth. And she said, you know what, I think I'm going to look into that. So, yeah, don't be scared. I, I would echo exactly what you say. Don't be scared to reach out and speak to people and post questions of that nature. Because somebody somewhere will know, you know, where you can go and who you can play against in order to get a game and enjoy your new system. Yeah. And you, yeah, you will find that in there. I mean, that's that's a brilliant, like, you know, you did that for someone you don't know, uh, which is great. Yeah. And I think that's lost in a lot of other facets of society. Um, yeah, it could be, yeah. You will yeah. find it in, in Wargaming, though. It's a very friendly community. Um, oh, we've we've spoke about it at length in the last season, but it is very friendly. So, yeah, like, like we just said, don't be scared. Um, yeah. And shout about your new hobby. Um Put yeah. you, I mean, there's a guy that I know uh, on Facebook. He put up a couple of his painted models. Now, I know him through um, the heavy metal stuff. Uh, never knew he was a gamer at all, but he started posting up and whatever. And now we've got something else to talk about because he's yeah. proud of what he's been doing. And so you should be. Mate, there's a chap who I served with in the army. Served with him for two years. Didn't have a clue that he was a gamer. And I saw his name pop up on a, a group the other day. Facebook quarterly care group. So bloody hell, I, I didn't know you were a gamer. Yeah, mate, love it. Christ almighty, you know, I wish I'd have known when we, we were serving together. Um, <laughs> had I done so, I mean, I didn't play then. Had I done so, I would probably have taken the mitt out of him for it because that was the done thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's a small world, man, and there will be somebody you know who, who will play and will play locally. And even if there isn't someone you know, Someone will know someone who you can go and have a game with. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So, have you guys got anything more on on our topic this week? I've got nothing else. I would say that for all the excitement of a new game system, um, for all the excitement of a new hobby, temper it with a bit of caution so that you don't go and spend a ridiculous amount of money on something which you may not enjoy. I know we touched on it earlier in the show, but I think it's really, really important to, yes, or by all means, embrace your hobby to its fullest, embrace it, you know, and, and enjoy it, but don't get to such a stage where it overtakes your life. Yeah. Um, and because that, you know, that's a very difficult place to come back from. So just be careful, just be cautious, but enjoy it as much as you possibly can. 
Absolutely brilliant words. <laughs> I can't add to that. <laughs> um, okay, then, lads. Well, I think with that may conclude this, this week's um, episode. Awesome, I think that's quite a lot to, uh, to end it on, yeah. Yeah, uh, we don't want to do too much. Uh, what I will say is, uh, for anyone listening, we have actually got a packed season planned um, this year, uh, this this season. Um, we've got a lot of interviews. We've got one uh, next week, uh, which we will advertise this week, uh, so you know who it is. Um, and we've got one the week after, I believe, as well. Yeah, certainly. I'm really, really looking forward to both of them. Really looking forward to both of them. Um, and we are uh, we are going to be covering a lot of different systems. I think the um, the new starts is definitely going to be a theme throughout this uh, this season. Um, yeah, uh, and we're going to be touching on a lot of other things. So if you're into like your D and D, I know Dean has a, a massive interest in D and D, being our resident DM. Love it, uh, absolutely. So we will we will have a lot of that, and we'll have a lot more of the usual stuff um, as well. So on that note, I'm going to say goodbye, and thanks to you both for joining me. Thank you, mate. Good fun, man. Absolute pleasure. Take care. If you guys have enjoyed this episode, please give us a subscribe. We're going to be coming at you weekly with more of these topics and discussions. Thanks for listening.